The scripture reading for today is Daniel 2, 5 to 13. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The word from me is firm. If you do not make known to me the dream and its interpretation, you shall be torn limb from limb, and your houses shall be laid in ruins. But if you show the dream and its interpretation, you shall receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore show me the dream and its interpretation. The answered a second time and said, Let the king tell his servants the dream, and we will show its interpretation. The king answered and said, I know with certainty that you are trying to gain me, because you see that the word from me is firm. If you do not make the dream known to me, there is but one sentence for you. You have agreed to speak lying and corrupt words before me till the times change. Therefore tell me the dream, and I shall know that you can show me its interpretation. The Sheldians answered the king and said, There is not a man on earth who can meet the king's demand, for no great and powerful king has asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or Sheldian. The thing that the king asks is difficult, and no one can show it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. Because of this, the king was angry and very furious, and commanded that all the wise men of Babylon be destroyed. So the decree went out, and the wise men were about to be killed. And he sought Daniel and his companions to kill him, them. Welcome, uh, New Hope. Welcome to our Sunday worship. Uh, those of you who are joining online, especially those who are uh, gathering in-person service, uh, God bless you. Uh, why don't we turn to one another and just greet uh, and encourage one another. Uh, so good to have you, especially those who are here for the first time uh, in-person gathering, even with our young children. Um, I'm so glad that you are able to make it today. Um, it is wonderful to see your faces. You may be seated. So since last Sunday, we began uh, Book of Daniel. Uh, we're uh, spending four weeks uh, covering more topical uh, messages. But sec uh, today is a second message from Living in Babylon, uh, Book of Daniel, with a title called Growing Influence in Babylon. So everybody has influence. Whether we have positive influence or negative influence. Everybody has influence. And some of you may say that, you know what, I'm not in leadership position at church, or I'm not a boss, or I'm not a manager. I'm not, you know, holding any kind of position. Uh, so therefore, I don't have influence. But believe it or not, uh, you have influence. Even in small group, even if you are not life group leaders, when you are attending and participating, you have either positive or negative influence. I remember leading a life group or small group back in the days, and as a leader, it is never easy. But when you have someone as a member who is so encouraging, engaging, and supporting, just through that one person's presence, it makes everything better. 
But on the other hand, uh, you are preparing and praying and you know, you are, you are trying to do best to leading a small group and yet when there are one or two people like sitting like this, negative and pinpointing everything that you're making mistake, uh, you get discouraged. Uh, leaders get discouraged. Uh, even in your uh, workplace, um, even though you're just employees, you are making influence. I heard a story, uh, a person getting married into non-Christian family, and she was the only believer. And parents-in-law, and even all the siblings of the husband, uh, they were not uh, believers. And yet, this person getting married into and making positive impact and influence, and eventually, one by one, they come to know Christ. And some, 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 sometimes we think that, you know, I'm incompetent. Uh, I'm not being recognized. I don't have a position. Uh, I don't qualify. Or we're living in this very difficult, tough environment. I am young. I am too old. We may come up with so many different reasons or excuses. And yet, when we come to book of Daniel, who was a prisoner, who was captured, lost all the freedom, and he's living in this Babylon, the worst situation. Whether when Jerusalem, the temple was destroyed, and they lost their hope and religious freedom, and yet Daniel, he was able to make influence and grow influence in Babylon. Even under the king, Babylonian king, the who was uh, unpredictable. And in this story, he was really angry king just because of the dream. And magis and wise men couldn't figure out his dream. He commanded this order. You know what? If they cannot figure out what I even dreamt, just kill them. We're talking about very messed up situation. The broken world of Babylon. In our reality, in our everyday life, life is difficult. And we're living in this hostile world and environment. How can we grow influence as we live in Babylon? So I would like to share um, three things today with you. Number one, so we gain influence through way we respond. So we gain influence way through way we respond. So Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had a dream. It was so clear. It was so vivid. And yet, his heart was in trouble. Because back in the days, the kings and people believed that God, when God is doing something big or disastrous, that God will give some kind of dream to warn people and even the king. And then things will unfold. Do you remember the story of Joseph? King Pharaoh had a dream. That's why he was so troubled and he was looking for someone who could figure out and come up with interpretation. In the same way, in Babylon, the king had a dream. It was so clear and he knew that something big was going to happen. So he asked all the wise men, magi, to figure out what kind of dream he had. And this was impossible 
Why? Because, I mean, at least the king got to tell or share what kind of dream he had. Then magi or wise men could interpret the dream. But king said, you know what? I'm not going to even tell you what kind of dream I had. You need to figure out what kind of dream I had. Then I will trust you. Because I don't trust you that you may somehow make up or make a story. So wise men and magi, they were complaining in verse 11. The thing that the king asked is difficult, impossible. And no one can show it to the king except the gods, whose dwelling is not with flesh. So in this challenging, impossible situation, when everyone was giving up and discouraged and blaming or coming up with different excuses, how can the children of God respond differently? We see Daniel, he was seeking the face of God, even though it was impossible task, and even though his life was in line. On the line, through crisis and difficult time, he was able to respond to God through prayer. Because he believed that God is beyond man. And God is beyond the history and every single power and the kings. Therefore, God is the one who is going to help Daniel to figure out what kind of dream the king had and also come up with interpretation. In verse 27 to 28, this is how Daniel responded. Daniel answered the king and said, No wise men, enchanters, magicians, or astrologers can show to the king the mystery that the king has asked. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries and he, made, he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar. So Daniel truly believed that God was above the Babylon. That God was more powerful than the king of Babylon. And this was his spiritual response. Many times we think that influence we gain through position. Of course, God may give you position. Or even in your workplace, somehow you may get promoted. Or you may have position. But even if we don't have a position, we can still make positive influence. In fact, even today during worship time, you think that I am the one preaching from the pulpit. I am the one uh, having influence over you. But on the other hand, you are having influence over me. I get encouraged. I get encouraged so much when people are responding in amen, when they're nodding and they're praising and they're really engaging in worship. That really encouraged me to preach with a passion, with a conviction. But on the other hand, if all of you are like sleeping or like dozing up, that has a negative influence for me to preach the word of the Lord. It's not about position. Even in your small group, even in your workplaces, whether you're a boss or you're an employee, when difficulties come, and as you are responding to that difficulties and challenges, where you talk, your attitude, where you are responding with a generous heart, and you are consider you are being considerate, and you are responding in patience and kindness and gentleness, and all those attitudes and the way that you respond through those, you begin to gain influence by other people. <clears throat> 
And sometimes we complain. You know, how come no one trusts me? How come no one listens to me? But the way you discipline, the way you behave, and the way you talk, people watch. And through the relationship, day by day, all those things accumulate. And then they begin to respect you through the way that you've been responding through that relationship and also circumstance. And Daniel was able to gain confidence in this story, not because he had the answer. He knew what the king, uh, what kind of dream he had. But Daniel, that he was responding to God through prayer. He knew that it was opportunity for him to speak forth about the glory of God, that God is beyond and God is above the kingdom of Babylon. So he gains influence not for him to be self-promoted, but to glorify God, that God is in control over history. And there are so many congregation members who've been Christians. Maybe some of you, you've been coming to church for 20 years or 30 years, even all of your life. And yet, the question is, how do you respond in difficulties and hardships in life? Even in your family setting, sometimes we try to you know, um, demand or command things to our children because we are fathers or we are mothers. But the children, they know through the way in which you've been responding to God spiritually and where you've been responding to certain situations, and through that, they begin to have confidence in you. Because we are spiritual beings. We know. And we can come up with so many different ideas and thoughts. And yet when we listen to so-and-so, we can sense whether that person is coming from the spiritual response or not. And those of us who are being attentive to the Holy Spirit, who are being filled with the Holy Spirit, being sensitive to the direction and guidance of the Holy Spirit, and those are the ones who are able to gain influence in other people's lives. On the other hand, some of us were being dull and we are hardened in our spiritual walk and we get discouraged. We give up too easily. So that just like Magi and uh, these wise men, when difficulties arise, we say, you know what, that's too difficult. That is too impossible. And we give up too easily. And God has given us 24 hours. God has given us the same life and same situation and yet in our workplace when everything's under pressure, when we are so stressed, what is the difference between our response and non-believers' response? This enchanter of the king received License to kill all the wise men and magicians if they cannot even figure out king's dream. And then when it comes to Daniel, it is very strange because Daniel, he didn't know. He didn't have an answer and yet Daniel said, can you give me some time? I'm going to pray about this. And yet Enchanter felt something different, something special about Daniel. And this Enchanter, the guard, was not... Believer, 
He didn't care about God of Israel. And yet somehow he was able to sense and then giving Daniel extra time to pray and to figure out. There are times that we may have to deal with a boss or even other people who do not even have faith in God, who do not even care about who God is and your faith. And that when you're interacting with those people, what kind of impact or influence can you have? It's about the way you respond to every situation. And those things accumulate. I hope and pray that we as Christians, especially in this dark time and difficult time, God is requiring us to respond to God spiritually, but also to other people with the hope, with love, with the patience, which leads to my next point. So we grow influence through character. It is always a character first. In verse 14 and verse 15, then Daniel replied with prudence and discretion to Ariel, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. He decided to declare to Ariel, the king's captain, why is the decree of the king so urgent? Then Ariok made the matter known to Daniel. R- listen to this. The Daniel replied back with prudence, wise discretion. Instead of rushing, he was being patient, not only to God, but also to the captain of the king's guard, who had a sword on his neck. The secret behind was Daniel's character. Daniel did not respond in order to save his own life. We can find out his motive in verse 24. Therefore, Daniel went into Ariok, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and said thus to him, Do not destroy the wise men of Babylon. Bring me in before the king, and I will show the king the interpretation. You know what Daniel said? Instead of using that opportunity for him to be self-promoted, to save his own life, Daniel stepped up and said, you know what? I will pray, and God will help me. Meanwhile, please do not kill wise men. You know, these wise men were not believers of God. They were non-believers, and they didn't care about Daniel. When other people were so busy or consumed about saving their own lives, didn't care about Daniel or Daniel's three friends, and yet on the other hand, Daniel steps up and says, you know what? Don't kill anybody. Save them. And that was Daniel's character. Even embracing and protecting his enemies. Many times we try to gain influence through position. But people don't respect because of our position. But people look at our character. And we're able to grow our influence through character. When we care about other people, when we love other people, that's when we're able to grow our influence. 
I heard a story of one of the members who've been working so hard at his work, so faithful, never missed a day, always on time, never late, so diligent, so faithful. And after working so hard, after a couple of years, uh, there was an opportunity for him to be promoted. So he was so uh, hopeful because his, all the co-workers, you know, uh, some people, you know, they come late, they leave early, they, sometimes they make a mistake. So compared to all those people, he thought he had the best chance to get promoted. But when opportunity came, he didn't get promoted. He was so discouraged. But he worked so hard again, being faithful, diligent. The next year came along, and he was hoping that he would get promoted. But he missed out opportunity again. So he got so frustrated. So he went to the boss. And how come, you know, I didn't get promoted? You know, I worked so faithfully. I never missed a day. I always come on time. And his boss said, you know what? I am aware that you are so faithful and you are so punctual. You are diligent. But you always work for your sake. Even though other people, they may, time, they may make a mistake, they are able to work with other people. They are able to embrace other people's mistakes. And therefore, when it comes to position or manager, we need someone who is able to lead and make influence over other people. Even though we're so faithful, if we cannot embrace other people, if we cannot cover other people's mistake or lead or serve other people, then everything that we do is about for our own sake. My own righteousness, my own faithfulness. And there are so many times that we live out our lives, but it's all about ourselves. And those are the ones who never grow influence over other people. Even though you make, make mistakes and you're being generous. And being generous to other people, being able to help out other people and protect them. You see, even though you may work with full of non-believers, they appreciate if you are there for them, if you cover their mistake, if you serve them, they appreciate. Think about Daniel. He was in this dilemma, and people, wise men and magicians in Babylon, they were being killed because they couldn't figure out the king's dream. And yet as soon as Daniel steps up and says, you know what, don't kill protect them. And that was Daniel's character. And brothers and sisters, especially in this day and age, God is stretching our character. The question is, are we able to really uh, somehow embrace other people's character and their mistakes and their flaws? Are we able to embrace our spouse? Are, are we able to embrace our members of community? And that will determine for us to really grow influence over other people's lives. 
Whether we live in Canada or U.S. or even like South Korea right now, the extreme right and extreme left, you know, they're having this struggle and tension. And we criticize and we try to kill and destroy the other side if they don't hold the same position. But Daniel, when wise men of Babylon didn't care about Daniel, his three friends, and yet Daniel, he cared about other people, even though they did not believe in God. The cross of Jesus Christ, able to embrace everybody. Whether you are religiously privileged or whether you are broken sinners, tax collector, prostitute, Jesus was able to embrace them all. And a cross is able to embrace every single person, doesn't matter what kind of past, what kind of journey they had in the past. And brings restoration, reconciliation, and forgiveness. Therefore, we as Christians, as we go out to the world and live in Babylon, whether they go to church or not, whether they respect your faith or disrespect your faith, we have this mandate and command for us to shine the character of Jesus Christ and to demonstrate the power of Jesus Christ in our every single day life journey. Thirdly, going further through collaboration. Daniel was able to gain this partnership and collaboration through his three friends. When this difficult task that Daniel had to carry, Daniel goes back to his three friends. Verse 17 and verse 18. Then Daniel went to his house and made the matter known to Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, his companions, and told them to seek mercy from the God of heaven. Meaning Daniel went to his three friends and said, listen, you know what, I have to carry out this impossible task and only way for me to figure out is to seek God's face and through prayer, can you pray for me? Can you pray with me? And I need to go to palace and I need to encounter the king and I may be even killed. Even though physically you will not be going to the palace to meet the king, can you pray? Can you partner with me? So amazing things happen, right? Because we know in this story, it's not just about Daniel himself, but Daniel was engaged in this amazing task with three friends. They were praying together. They were praying desperately before the Lord. I thank the Lord for our intercessory prayer ministry. Even though it is very difficult for people to gather together in person, but your prayer really matters. Your prayer makes transformation. Every single week, even for our KM ministry, our intercessors, they come up with a prayer request. They pray for our missionaries. They pray for our emeritus pastors and they always put me and my wife and our family every single Sunday and they pray urgently. And I rely upon their prayer. 
Therefore, whenever I go away for missions field, whenever I go to other church for revival conference, I always let them know week or two weeks advance, you know what, I'll be going to this church and pray. I speak for a rally. Can you pray for me? So even though they're here, they're going with me. They're going to mission field. They're going to those churches for revival meeting and they're partnering through collaboration. And I know that even in this season, whether you are worshiping in person or whether you are worshiping virtually, you need to pray for our church because we're not doing this alone, but we are praying and collaborating together. And your prayer goes so far. Not only that, Daniel was able to receive revelation from God. So David, uh, Daniel knew exactly what the dream was and then gave proper interpretation. The king was so pleased. He was so released. So not only giving great gifts, but gave promotion, not for Daniel's sake, but Daniel was able to make influence or have influence over entire kingdom of Babylon. But listen to this in verse 48 eight and 49. Then the king gave Daniel high honors and many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief prefer over all the wise men of Babylon. Daniel made a request of the king and he appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel remained at the king's court. As soon as Daniel got promoted, you know what he asked? I have these three great people. Can you give them opportunity to be in charge of provinces over Babylon? So Daniel remained in palace. It's a central area, and yet he didn't make positive influence by himself, but by raising his friends, faithful, spiritual friends, to be in charge of other parts of Babylon. So the entire kingdom being impacted with men, uh, God-fearing brothers. Dear congregation members, you know, God has called us to live out not comfortable life on this earth, but life that matters and make impact and influence other people with the gospel. That is a purpose and that is a calling over our lives. Even in our workplace, it's not just about self-promotion and we make money and we live our comfortable life providing bread or finance for our children. Yes, you know, that's something basic which we need to respect. But more than that, God wants you to make spiritual influence and positive influence in your workplace, even in your family. Even if some of the family members are non-believers, you are having this amazing opportunity to make influence. Even if you're not leading life group, even as a member, and as you're coming out the church, whether you have a position or not, you are given amazing opportunity to make influence. Are we able to respond to God? Are we able to grow together in our character? And are we able to do this together as we collaborate 
praying together and raising one another. And that's when the kingdom impact goes further. Rather than doing this all by ourselves alone. Brothers and sisters, let me conclude today's message. At the end of the day, the Holy Spirit who dwells in us wants to take control and reign in our lives. And when we are being filled with the Holy Spirit, when we obey the guidance of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit invites us to be His partners. So there's a collaboration taking place between the Holy Spirit and our lives. When we are being filled with the Holy Spirit, that means we are under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Then we are able to make influence over other people with the power of the Holy Spirit. I would like to invite you to grow influence in your word of the Lord. May the word of the Lord has more deep influence over your decision making and everyday walk. May life of prayer have influence over your decision making. And may Christ's character have influence over where you interact with other people, even including non-believers in this hostile world. Then even if, even if we go through and live in this world like Babylon, we're able to gain and grow and go further with the influence of God's kingdom. God is calling us to make influence in life through his power and character. Let's pray together. Just as I open today's message, everybody has influence. Whether you're children, whether you're parents, whether you're a leader or a member, whether you're being recognized with a position or not, you have influence. And that is God's calling and purpose. With that influence, are you going, are you right now having positive, godly influence? Or are you having negative, destructive environment or influence? Why don't we spend some time and reflect where we are and what kind of influence we are having over other people. And if the Holy Spirit is convicting us, it hasn't been all that positive and godly. Can we pray before the Lord? Lord, I want to come before you and submit once again. Lord, would you change the way I respond to you in faith? and character so that word of the Lord and prayer and God's sovereignty our trust will have more influence over our lives and not only that that begins to penetrate and flow through other people's relationship and friendship parents would you pray right now in this broken world hostile world your children They need your godly influence. Would you pray for them? Before they go back to school, we need to pray for our children. Congregation members, let's pray for ourselves that we as Christ followers, 
we can make that kind of gospel influence wherever we go, whether we are students, whether we are employee or manager or boss, wherever we go. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we see Daniel and his three friends living in Babylon with this tremendous pressure and crisis, when other people are panicking and being discouraged and giving up and say, this is too difficult, this is impossible, and yet they responded to you in faith. And then people saw that they responded differently. Lord, in our everyday life, as we reflect the way that we've been responding, there are times that we haven't been responding in faith. We haven't been responding in joy and trust and thanksgiving. And as you reveal May the Holy Spirit transform that we respond in our everyday life, in every circumstance, in every relationship. And not only we pray for gaining influence, but also growing through our character. We're able to serve and embrace and cover other people. It's not just about us. And Lord, would you also raise people that we can journey together and pray together and fight this battle together. Thank you so much for a community of faith that we have influence over one another in God and also that we are called to make influence in this world. May we be diligent, but also may we have a bigger heart. Even to embrace those who are different. May we follow Christ each day. In Jesus' name we pray.